The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. We started the fire. Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. Little something like this. The tether off, we call it tether off, the mother sucker. Tether off, sucker. We want the bump. Yeah, want the bump. I'll be in the bump. What you want to be when you grow up? I don't In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Much like the day I came out of my mother's womb, nearly 37 years ago, Friday, I might add, Friday, which will be my 37th birthday, I'm here all by myself. Because Charlie who's supposed to be doing the show with me, is stuck on a bridge somewhere in New Jersey trying to get over. And he, I, I call him. I said, Chuck, what the hell are you doing? You know we start at 7 o'clock, right? And he tells me, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm still 10 minutes away. I said, Chuck, you couldn't call me? You couldn't text me? You couldn't let me know? I didn't know you could. You didn't know I could. You just talked to me 20 minutes ago. Charlie, I hate to do it to you, man. That just goes to show you, folks, you can't get good help for no money. Seriously. And the other thing is, you can't complain about getting good help for no money when you're not paying him anything at all. But nonetheless, I digress. I'm here. He's not. The hell with it. He'll be back a little bit later on. We'll get, we'll get the show rolling. We got a lot to get into tonight. We're live here from Moonshine Philly each and every single Tuesday night, 1825 East Moimenton Avenue. Hopefully some of you guys got down here for the BOGO going on on Black Friday. Buy one, get one gift cards. Uh, a few listeners in the house that come in here all the time. They, they came in. They got their gift cards, so they're all happy. And uh, I think I might do another BOGO event soon. I'm going to talk to Rich about that. We'll do a BOGO event. Maybe we'll do it for my birthday. The hell with it. We'll just blow them out. Blowing out gift cards. Screw it. Uh, before I get the MVPs and SOBs and all that stuff like that, I want to get into the fact that last week on the Luigi vs. Listeners Fantasy Showdown, the Marvel characters in respect to uh, Stan Lee's passing uh, was a total domination by yours truly. I took care of business and handled it. Uh, it was supposed to be... I guess, you know, people thought it was going to be a little closer than what I thought early on. But, I, but, again, just like we always say, the cream rises to the top. 
you know, and I got there. So this week, uh, Creed 2 came out. Obviously, if you've been living under a rock, they've been putting this movie out there everywhere. Uh, Creed 2 came out. Uh, Ivan Drago's son is in it now. And again, you know, Rocky and, and, and Apollo's son, Creed, and the sequel. So in honor of that, tonight's Luigi vs. the Listener's Fantasy Showdown will be boxers. However, there's a few stipulations. The stipulations are you, can, that you cannot use Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson, and you have to use two fictional fighters, and you can't use Apollo Creed or Rocky Balboa. All right, so I'm taking the big guns right off the table. I'm not going to waste any time by saying, you know, people could take Rocky and people could take Apollo or Muhammad Ali and try to get the first pick and all that stuff. No, 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 I ain't going to work. You got to use your brain on this one. All right, now I know for some of us like myself. I'd like to explain something. Uh, you know, I ain't punchy. I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain, but I ain't punchy. I can still remember the phone numbers even though I am punchy. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. That's how you jump in uh, so you can make your picks as well. The first pick has already been made. Uh, what's up, James Brown? He's saying what's up on, on uh, Facebook Live. You can also check in on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Uh, my buddy Joe Quill's over here. He's uh, taking a look at the social media stuff, making sure, excuse me, making sure that uh, your, uh, your questions, concerns, and comments get acknowledged here on the program. But again... You can hashtag Funkin' Fantasy. That's how you join in. You can make your picks as well. And the people joining on Facebook Live. Now, the first pick has already been made. Jason Nemroff makes the first pick for the listeners each and every single week. He already made this pick. Before we get into the pick, I got to start this thing off right. So without further ado, for the tens of people in attendance and the hundreds listening around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready. Ladies and, Ladies and gentlemen, you, that's right. You can't get started. You can't get a fight started without Michael Buffer. By the way, you know that whole the Michael Buffer, he's got a copyright on that thing. A million bucks. He gets, pay, you know, he gets paid a million dollars every time he says that. Every single time Michael Buffer gets... But that's the thing, though. It's like, it kind of like, it, it, it coexists with, with every single fight or big event that's ever going to happen. Like, those words, like, let's get it, like, let's get ready to rumble. It just gets all the juices flowing. You know what I mean? And you need the juices flowing, like the beer concession stands to pay Michael Buffer a million dollars to say this thing every single time. Yeah, Bruce Buffer, the same thing, his, you know, his brother. But Bruce Buffer's kind of like Frank Stallone. You know, he's quasi-famous. He's not really, like, he's not the real deal. Uh, but again, people checking in on Facebook Live, uh, saying that they're seeing the traffic. Yeah, that's right. You see, James Brown says, I owe Michael Buffer one dollar. He'll get his money. Don't worry about it. I'll send it to Michael Buffer. I'll make sure he gets it uh, in lieu of uh, the other, the other $999,999 that he won't be seeing from me. But anyway, so the first pick has been made. Jason Nemroff went wide receiver, and he took arguably the greatest pound-for-pound fighter in the history of boxing. He went Sugar Ray Robinson at wide receiver. But here's the thing, though. That's a good pick, but as you know, when you're doing the fantasy matchup here, and as with people that are listening for the first time, uh, don't know how this works, is that we pick a fantasy football team based on different categories, and this week happens to be boxers. So you pick a, a quarterback, a, you know, two running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, flex, defense, kicker, but you do it based on, like, how it would easily, like, how, I mean, how it translate to fantasy football. Sugar Ray Robinson doesn't really translate to a wide receiver to me in fantasy football. So I'm going to stick to the status quo when it comes to fantasy, and I'm going to go running back with my first pick. Now, you can't, a guy's a bull. Seriously, he's literally a bull. 
Now, I'm taking the raging bull at running back. I'm taking Jake LaMotta. No, I didn't go where you went, but I never go where anybody thinks I'm going. That's the thing. I'm the wild card in this, all right? So, again, uh, Jake LaMotta at running back is, again, he's a bull, and that's how it works. Speaking of how it works, I need to get some clubs. I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been off the alcohol for like a day, and I've been doing nothing but drinking club soda. I got to recharge. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving, had a happy holiday. Um, mine was, was okay. It was good. Um, we did, I, I did get a chance to go see Tony's mom, who's, you know, getting up there. So it was nice to kind of see her. That was cool. And then, um, yeah, I've had, I, I didn't have much, many leftovers, which is cool because, you know, again, people's f- like fridges right now, if you open it up, it's like milk, eggs, Sunny D, some purple stuff, and like 87 bags of turkey and stuffing that are like, they're starting to turn. They're on the edge. They're on the edge. What, what, I don't know what the hell Nemiroff just said. I want to sire why, I don't know if that's English or what that is, but whatever language it is, it's probably not permitted on, on any social media site. Anyway, let's get into the MVPs from last week, from last week's Thanksgiving game. Um, what do you do on Thanksgiving? You roll a blunt, and then you go eat, like LeGarrette Blunt did. 19 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns, one reception for 15 yards, 22.8 points. For my man, LeGarrette Blunt, who has basically been in like, witness protection since he went to Detroit. Colt McCoy at Dallas, 24-38, 268 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions in the game, but he had five carries to 28 yards, 24.8 points. Dak Prescott starting to come along a little bit, 22 out of 31 for 289 yards, two touchdowns. He had six rushes for 18 yards and another score, 34.8 points. And then Amari Milk Carton Cooper decides to show up. Had a big game. He had a big game. I'll admit, he was dropped in all my leagues. I picked him up just for the hell of it. I picked him up for the hell of it. I played him. Eight receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns, 38 points. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. Matt Ryan at New Orleans, 35 of 47, 377 yards for Matty Ice. Two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, he led the Falcons in rushing as well. Two rushes for 16 yards. Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Ryan led the Atlanta Falcons in rushing with two carries for 16 yards. 27.6 points for Matty Ice. Drew Brees on the other, other sideline, 15 to 22 for 171 yards. Not that great. Four touchdowns, though, out of him. Four, one pick, four rushes for minus four yards. Those, that was a kneel down time, 28.6 points. Leonard Fournette at Buffalo. And we'll talk about Leonard a little bit later on in the program. He had 18 carries for 95 yards, two touchdowns. He looks healthy, at least. Three receptions for 13 yards, 24.3 points. Josh Allen. The young rookie out there in Buffalo, 8 out of 19, 160 yards and a score. He had 13 rushes to lead the Bills for, with 99 yards and another touchdown. He had 30.9 points. Nick Chubb at Cincinnati, 28 carries, 84 yards and a score, three receptions, 44 yards, and another touchdown on an absolute beast mode reception where he ripped it out of the defender's hand in the end zone, 26.3 points. Baker Mayfield, uh, he might have gave the, uh, the dead fish handshake to his ex-coach, but uh, he wasn't dead fishing on the field. 19 out of 26, 258 yards. That pimp hand was strong. He had four touchdowns on the day. 33.6 points. Sonny Michelle. I'm sorry, Sonny Michelle at the Jets. 21 carries for 133 yards and a score of 22.9 points. Rob Gronkowski. Show up for this game. It was nice to see Rob Gronkowski actually get in uniform and do something uh, since the day I freaking drafted him, and I appreciate that. And LeBron James would say, It's about damn time. It was about damn time. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, three receptions, 56 yards, and a score, 14.6 points. Charlie! How's it going, Luigi? Welcome. 
Welcome to the program, Chuck. It's about damn time for you as well. Saquon, you're right in time for the MVPs. Oh, nice. I'll be getting to the SOBs, which is you in a moment. Oh, nice. <laughs> Saquon Barkley at Philadelphia, who's been filling up my timeline here. 13 carries for 101 yards and a score. Seven receptions, 41 yards, and another touchdown. It's 32.7 points. Jameis Winston uh, against the Niners. He was 29 to 38 for 312 yards, two touchdowns, seven rushers, 24 yards, 26.4 points for famous Jameis. Russell Wilson at Carolina, 22 out of 31, 339 yards, two touchdowns, three rushes for only 14 yards uh, for Russ, which is a little bit defeating for his owners. 25.4 points. Cam Newton, 25 of 30, 256 through the air, two touchdowns, one interception. He had 63 yards on the ground for eight carries, 27.3 points for Cam. Christian McCaffrey, uh, he's having a hell of a season himself. 17 carries, 125 yards and a score. He led the team in receptions and yards as well. 11 receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. 41.2 points. He led the way, wow. ladies and gentlemen, this weekend for fantasy players all around. Ravens defense against the Raiders, 26 points, but that really isn't hard to do. It's kind of like pistol whipping a blind kid. <laughs> Lamar Jackson in his second start, 14 to 25. They let him throw a little bit this week. 178 yards and a score. Two picks, though. 11 rushes for 70 more, 71 yards and a touchdown. That is what he's there to do. You told 20, me to pick him up. Uh, that would be me. Yeah. I. 24.1 points for Lamar. Phillip Rivers against Arizona, who was 28 to 29. Almost perfect. Yeah. He wasn't the only quarterback to do that, though. Really? No, he was not. 259 yards, three touchdowns, 28.3 points uh, for Phillip Rivers. But that's not the real story here. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute during the injury report. Ben Roethlisberger at Denver, 41-56. Big Ben still slinging at 462 yards and a score. Two picks, uh, 30.8 points. That touchdown was a 97-yard pass to Jimmy Juju Schuster. 13 receptions, 189 yards, and, a t and the aforementioned touchdown Carried uh, me in daily fantasy on Sunday. Yes, he did. He did carry a lot of people for that. He carried, the, he carried that touchdown, 97 yards, 30.8 uh, points for Juju. Andrew Luck against Miami. He didn't need any. 30 out of 37, 343 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions for Andrew, 30.4 points. Ryan Tannehill, 17 out of 25. Welcome back, Ryan Tannehill for the Miami Dolphins. 204 yards, two touchdowns. He had three rushes for 14 yards, 24.4 points. Kenyon Drake, we love the Drake this week. Eight rushes for 32, 32 yards and a score. He also had five receptions for 64 yards and a touchdown, 24.1 points. Kirk Cousins, my man Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk, out there in... Um, should have oh. used him in Daily Fantasy. What's that? I should have taken him in Daily Fantasy. You should have taken him in Daily Fantasy. Kirk Cousins, home against the Packers, 29 at 38, 342 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, six rushes for 17 yards, 32.7 points for Captain Kirk. You like that? I, I, a lot of people like that. Adam hooked on a field in eight receptions, 125 yards, and a score, 22.5 points for Adam. Then we move it on to Marcus Mariota out there in Houston for Tennessee, 22 of 23. He was the other quarterback who was nearly perfect. Ah. 303 yards, two touchdowns, six rushes for 28 yards, 30.8 points. Deshaun Watson, 19 out of 24, 210 yards for Deshaun, two touchdowns, nine rushes for 30 yards, and another score, 26.6. I'm sorry, two points. Sean. Lamar Miller shows up this week. We all yes, remember Lamar Miller, right? Mm -hmm. 12 carries for 162 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown coming from 97 yards out. 26.2 points for you know, Lamar. You know what made me happy about that 97-yard uh, touchdown from Schuster? What made uh, you happy for, about that? That it took that whole title of the Dallas Cowboys having the longest touchdown of the season. They had it for, what, three days? And yes. Then, then it went to the Steelers. Thank God. Well, listen, sorry, I'm just trying to deal with something, as like I always am. <laughs> what's that? Texans. Texans now have it? Um, what's that? What are you talking about? No, I turned my head for two seconds. Schuster's with the Steelers. He's with the Steelers. 
He had a 97-yard touchdown for... Oh, yeah, the Lamar had the 97-yard run, right? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Turn everyone's mics off. Everybody shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. If anybody else has anything to say, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. Charlie, I'm glad to see you. Oh, good to see you, too. But now we're going to get into the SOBs. Number right. one, Charles Alexander. No, I'm kidding. Matt Stafford, 28-38, <laughs> 236 yards, zero touchdowns, two picks. He had 4.1 points. I love doing the SOBs. Jordan Howard, seven carries for 13 yards. Did you watch that game? I did watch that game. I watched, I watched a little. I actually I put a tweet out there. I haven't been at, that active on Twitter, but I put a tweet out mm-hmm. uh, that said, I've watched a total of eight, uh, what's it called? I've watched a total of three quarters of football yeah. this entire week spread over eight games. Oh, wow. I've officially checked out. I mean, I do, like, obviously I follow it and stuff like that, yeah. but I'm just like, but it's that, lost a little bit of its luster for me. Well, you, you were working the night before Thanksgiving. That day, we I had, work every night, homie. Yeah, we had a great slate of games that day. I thought, I thought the Lions-Bears game was pretty good. It was decent. And, and uh, the Lions had it there. They had a chance to do it, but, they, you know, again, Matt Stafford spitting a bit at the end like he always freaking does. Oh, my God, he's just bad. Cole Beasley against the Washington Redskins. He had one reception for five yards. That's all he had. That's all he had. Uh, Benjamin, don't call me Randy Watson, uh, against Atlanta. One reception for 20 yards. Giovanni Bernard against the Browns. One rush for 10 yards. One reception God, for 12 Browns yards. Um, Evan Engram at Philadelphia. Squad douche. <laughs> Sterling Shepard, one reception, 29 yards. Nelson Aguilar on the other sideline for the Eagles. One reception, 12 yards. These are pathetic numbers. Yeah. Greg Olson against Seattle. Two receptions, 11 yards. He played against me this week. It was awesome. John Brown against the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, it was on my one reception. Jordy Nelson in the same game had one target that he didn't catch. And then one rush from minus two yards, no. which equaled this. If you started, he went negative 0.2 points, <laughs> which means if you played Jordy Nelson, why would you? No. But if you played Jordy Nelson, you yourself, sitting at home in the comfort of your own residence, could have scored and accumulated more fantasy points than Jordy Nelson did. That's awesome. Okay? <laughs> Which makes you know that the dream is still alive, Charles. I'm, you, too, could be a fantasy football icon. I could have scored more than Jordy Nelson this past week. All the Arizona tight ends at the Chargers. Wow. Kenny Stills, Nash, and Young at Indianapolis. One reception. Six yards. He was the healthiest wide receiver on the field, by the way. Oh, was he? Danny Amendola, one reception, 13 yards. Latavius Murray against the Packers, 11 carries, 33 yards, 3.3 points. I, I didn't realize that he was back in, uh, in Minnesota. I, I somehow lost track of Latavius Murray. And- well, he was traded there. Remember, he got picked. He, he went there from Oakland, yeah. and he was supposed to be, like, the bell cow there, right? And then yeah. he kind of he – he, he, he had the injury – so it took him a little while to get going. They had Jared McKinnon yes. and Matt Asiata, who was stealing all Jared McKinnon's touchdowns. Son of a bitch. Chris, can you do me a favor? Can you turn that, um, the heat down just a few notches? Because I'm starting to get dry mouth in here pretty much. It's, it's getting rough. Thanks, man. Um, it's no, I, no, I came in here and it was chilly. It was freezing here. Like They were preserving turkeys for next year. And I, and I was freezing my nuts off, so I turned it up a little. My giblets. I was freezing my giblets <laughs> off. My Royal Caribbean um, days off. But it wasn't, there wasn't that much action going on. Like, a lot of the games were kind of boring in the NFL. So what I did was I actually looked up a, I looked up a, a bit that I remember that I had from, last, from uh, a couple years back. Mm-hmm. 
uh, from two icons on the sideline, Jeff Fisher and against Chip Kelly. Oh, really? Uh, yes, this was the, uh, the, the, the St. Louis Rams at the time mm-hmm. versus the San Francisco 49ers, and Chip Kelly was, ah. the, was, was the coach. Uh, and my boy, Kevin Harlan, mm-hmm. uh, made a call. Okay. And it's probably the most exciting call you'll ever – it was the most exciting call you heard during the entire broadcast. And I wish I heard this – during some of the broadcasts that were going on this week in football, I'll go ahead and play the tape for you right now. Third and four, looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes they're coming the blue from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Oh, that was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. <laughs> that was a great call. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for the last 11:31 now, Kevin. Let's go. Look at the police. They've surrounded this man like he is, <laughs> like he, like he's just robbed a bank. I tell you what, he got a whole lap in he did, before yes. they got him. I mean, that was that was pretty good. I expected him to go down much sooner. Yeah. But uh, I hope it was worth it, my friend, because you've got a night in the clink coming up. <laughs> a night in the clink coming up. Kevin Harlan, one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business, of uh, leading up to a play. <laughs> he's like, he's at the 30. Cool. He's tackled at the 40. Oh, they got him at the 20. <laughs> It's epic, man. Did I you, need to hear that. I, I need to, that. That's what. But what? What? I li- I went back. I was so bored mm-hmm. watching football. Like I really was. I was falling asleep. And I was like, I need to hear something funny. And I was scrolling through some of my photos. I was doing some reminiscing this week. Yeah. So I was scrolling through some of my photos, and uh, I found a picture of me in Minnesota uh, with Kevin <laughs> with, uh, Harlan. with Kevin Harlan. I'm I'm going to post that later on. It was it was a lot of fun. We were getting him to say all kinds of stupid shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was the best, man. He's awesome. I actually want to call. Him, <laughs> I want to have him do my outgoing. On your voicemail? Yeah, on my voicemail. Yeah, I kind of do. Who's the all-time voicemail outgoing message? I've heard some good <sighs> ones from Harry. He always had some good ones for people. Who? Harry who? Harry Callis. Oh, Harry Callis. Um, I don't know. I mean, you got to think of some of the iconic voices like the James Earl Jones and the you know stuff like that, but... I don't know, Kevin Harlan doing something like that. He's not here. He won't be back for a week. <laughs> you know, all those kind of things. That would be pretty great. That, that and awesome. the greatest the ever, the, the, the greatest one ever was George Costanza. Yeah, George yeah. Cost- you know what? I got to pull that up. Because while we're doing this, I got I to pull that up. I got to pull George's not home. Did you listen to, uh, to the birds this weekend? Were you listening to the, uh, the game broadcast? Listening to the game broadcast? No, I wasn't listening to the game broadcast at all. The, uh, they were actually pretty good this weekend. It was... Uh, well, it's... It's the same guys doing the broadcast every week. Oh, you're talking, oh, about, you're talking no, about the TV broadcast. The TV, the TV broadcast. Oh, boy, I watched about 30 seconds of, uh, of Eagles football this week. And I know, I know yeah, that makes a me a, a horrible human being. But you taking your fan card today? No, I'm kidding. No, you have to take my fan card. So anyway, so I'm gonna, uh, here, let's go to Seinfeld. George isn't at home. Please leave a message. Hold on. Let's start this from the beginning. This is the greatest, this is the greatest outgoing message in the history of, of, of phone. George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. 
I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. That's epic. That's the greatest outgoing message in the history of phones. Now, let's get into the rookie reports. I want to get into the game. I want to have some fun with this. I'm, I'm amped up for the fighters. You know what I'm saying? I got the yeah. juices flowing. I got the sky energy flowing through my, through my loins, oh, through nice. my veins. Does that yes. go straight to the loins? or? It goes straight through my urethra, but, oh, I'm just, but, it, 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 but it does flow <laughs> through my loins to get there. As, as your girlfriend Jess over there has this puzzled look like, I don't know how your anatomy works, Luigi, but it's, it's, a, little, it's a little different from everyone else's. Rookie report. Mm -hmm. Michael Gallup against the Washington Redskins. Two receptions with 19 yards. Again, that's steady Eddie for Michael. No. Calvin Ridley at New Orleans. He came alive again. Eight receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Allen at Jacksonville. He was an MVP. Mm -hmm. uh, both Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield, also MVPs. Uh, let's see here. Sony Michelle at the Jets, MVP. Yeah, Saquon sure. Barkley at Philly. I mean, uh, Saquon, Bar Saquon Barkley at Philadelphia, MVP. Peyton, Bar Peyton Barber against the San Francisco 49ers. He had 18 carries, 47 yards and a score. Two receptions, 16 yards. Uh, Rashad Penny at Carolina. Not, not great, but terrible. Four carries, four <laughs> yards. It's consistent. Hey, he had the ball. Carry, you know? He's getting a yard. You know what you're going to get. He scored Rashad, more than you and you, I. You know what? Speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> Lamar Jackson against Oakland. MVP. Josh Rosen again at the Chargers, 12 of 19, 105 yards and a touchdown and a pick. Mm -hmm. I kind of like Josh Rosen's game a little bit, though. He takes some chance. He's got a nice arm. I, I think he's, he has a chance to actually to be a decent starting quarterback in this league. Yeah. And we got people leaving the dumpster fire already, which is good. That's all right. It's better than staying here. Trust me. <laughs> if I could leave, I would. I will. Take care. Have a great night, everybody. Get Bye, out. Andrea. Get out. Now, Christian uh, Kirk. Which is Josh, who's Josh Rosen's wide receiver. He had four receptions, 41 yards. I like his game as well. Austin Eckler. All right. It, it needs From to be picked Chargers, up immediately. Right? Yes, because Melvin Gordon, well, I'll be getting to it in a second in the injury report, but Austin Eckler should be on your freaking radar immediately. Uh, he, had five, he had five carries for 35 yards and a touchdown, 10 receptions, 68 yards, 21.3 points. Uh, he's a very hot commodity right now. And Philip Lindsay against the Steelers, 14 carries, 110 yards, and a score. He had 17 points and extends his touchdown game streak to five. Now, let's get into the injury report. Mm -hmm. Again, the big one, Melvin Gordon, MCL injury. Uh, it's going to keep him sidelined for several weeks. I am freaking so angry. I am so angry. But now, normally I don't, like, get too upset. Yeah. But this week, I am pissed off. And I am pissed <laughs> off because it kills my preseason prediction it hurts. It put a real damper on my Chargers going to the Super Bowl yeah. against the New Orleans Saints. Melvin Gordon has an MCL injury. It's going to keep him sidelined for several weeks. Melvin Gordon, in that game, already had two touchdowns. The game was in hand. Yep. And he was already hurting a little bit. And been. the Chargers coaching staff decided, let's put him back in there for a game <laughs> that's out of hand. Give him the ball and let him get tackled awkwardly so we can lose our stud running back for quite possibly the rest of the season and the first week of the playoffs. <laughs> and fantasy playoffs, man. I, listen, well, that's all we fucking care about, all right? Exactly. I mean, like, listen, because we're entering the fantasy playoffs quite, you know, very shortly. Yes. And Melvin Gordon was having an MVP-type season, and now, you know, listen, I, I don't know if the chart – I know we say it's next man up, and, you know, Austin Eckler, again, is a rookie running back, and he's done well uh, in the times he's gotten the ball. He's, he's had some moments, but I'm sorry. Melvin Gordon is not replaceable. No. He's not replaceable, okay? And this wasn't like last year with the Philadelphia Eagles where you were replacing, you know, running back A with running back B. 
just we're trying to find the healthier guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is Melvin Gordon here, and this puts a really big hurt on the on the Los Angeles Chargers going forward, and also on fantasy owners everywhere. So if I were you, if you're able to, if you weren't already able to grab Austin Eckler, you need to do so immediately. I'm and gonna do it right now. You should do it right now. Do it. I'm, I'm do. I, I urge you, while we're on air, I'm dropping to go Trubisky. make fantasy moves because that's what this show is about. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! My man's doing ad drops right here while we're supposed to be on air. That's great. <laughs> now, also, what else is going on? Somebody's. Eh, you like that? No, I don't like that. I don't like that because I didn't touch that. Yeah, why did that come on? I don't know. I, I have, I literally, I have, I don't know, I don't know what the hell is going on. There's insanity in the control room tonight. Uh, Andy Dalton, he's got a right thumb injury, so much like the Bengals. He too is done for the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff Driscoll sounds like a freaking hate, like an HVAC guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't Jeff Driscoll? He doesn't sound like a quarterback. He sounds like an HVAC guy. Yeah, he does. He sounds like somebody who comes to your house, you know, for your heating and your air conditioner, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so he'll be the starting quarterback going forward for the Bungles. Leonard Fournette is banned one game for getting in a fight in Buffalo. Well, did they? Did but let's be fair though. Field? Let's be fair though. I mean, who gets? Who doesn't go to? Who doesn't go to Buffalo and not get in a fight? <laughs> uh, let's be fair. I mean, they throw each other through freaking tables over there. Fiery tables. You see that they're lighting them on fire. Oh, you got to go next level. I mean, you can't. That's how it all starts, Chuck. That's right, but that's how it all starts. One guy goes through a table. Then another guy's got to go through two tables. Then another guy's got to add a chair. And someone finally says, enough of this shit. We got to light this thing on fire. And then you got to go up through that. Next thing you know, it's like we're going higher and higher. They're going to tables and tables. More chairs and chairs. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, Marquise John says, Luigi told me to sit Stafford. I didn't listen and got curb stop. Best believe I'm here to pay attention tonight. Ooh. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I try, I try I to help people. I paid attention. But I see how I like that. Marquise comes out there, and, and, he, and he's, he, he comes over. And I'm not saying he kneeled before Zod, but he, yeah. understood, he understood that I was out here spitting game. He asked yeah. me a question, and he avoided my goddamn advice. You told me three people this past week. Appreciate that, Marquise. You, you told me Davis from, uh, from Tennessee. Corey Davis. Yep, Corey Davis. And yep. you told me Gus Edwards from Baltimore, and they both scored me over 15 points in my fantasy league, and I can't be more ha- happy about that. Well, I appreciate that. But my, as, my boy, as my boy Bane would always say, let's not stand on ceremony here. We got other things to get to. Yeah. All right? Now, <sighs> what else is there? Oh, yeah, Jack Doyle, his kidney is fucked up, so he's done. <laughs> sorry, oh. sorry. Oh. I, well, I'm just saying, like, whatever. He, he lost a kidney, whatever the case may he be. He lost a kidney? They didn't lose a kidney, but no, he hurt it. That's hard to do on the field. He it? hurt it. You'd be surprised, man. All right, let's get back down to the business. Let's get All down right. to the game. All right. So the first pick was already in, Sugar Ray Robinson. Yep. My first pick was running back. The, I, took, I took the bull. Okay. Raging bull, Jack Lamont. Jake Lamont, sorry. Now, Charlie, you know that you, can, you can't take Ali, you can't take Tyson. You got to take mm-hmm. two fictional characters. All right, I have a fictional character. Now, this is easily the greatest defense that a boxer could put up in... Uh, now, you say this a lot, but remember, you're talking to the master over here, because I thought this thing through, buddy. This man is huge. He is a monster. He weighs in at 242 pounds. Okay. He, he actually is a killer, too. He... He killed a man. Oh, all right. I know where you're going with this. And I'm going with the guy that uh, he's going to tell you, Luigi, this week you're dead meat. Okay. 
And I'm going with Clubber Lang. Oh! At defense. Oh, you messed up. No. You, me you messed up. I, I, mess thought you, up. I thought you were going exactly where I was going. I'm going to go ahead and take him now. I'm taking the seven-footer from the USSR, oh, Ivan no Drago. No, Ivan yes. Drago. Put him at nowhere no, near. No, it's not Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. <laughs> I'm put, put him at tight end. I'm taking the seven-foot. I'm taking the iron sickle. All right. Uh, How the hell do you take Clubber Lang at defense? Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. No, remember. He's way better than Ivan no, Drago. Remember, he is a better bad guy, no. and he beat Rocky. No. Hey, woman. Remember. Defense, it's about not being able to score points. I'm going to teach you how to do this, son. He's going to beat don't worry, the offense. Don't worry about it. Again, 619-924-9874. I want you people to call in. I want to get, get people in here, and I want to get some of their, some, getting, uh, some of their submissions. some good ones on. Yeah, get some good ones on. So we can go to Twitter. What do you got on Twitter? Let's go to Twitter. No, let's go to Joe first. No, let's go to oh, Joe. Joe Quillen, you got one? Yeah. All right, good. Step up to the microphone. Right. Try not to drag the chair because it's annoying as shit in my headphones. Now, go ahead. All right, we're going to go running back here. All right. We're going to go with a guy who's shifty, but I can't put him at quarterback because he can't read. Okay. <sighs> Floyd, Money May Floyd Money Mayweather. Damn it. Nice. Damn it. Now, that was the guy I was going to take for my, de for my defense because you can't touch him. You can't uh, touch him. He does him. tie you up. You can't score on him. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't like it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I kind of like it. All right, so here's my pick. All right. I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to go quarterback. All right. I'm going to take my quarterback now. Uh, I need a guy who is uh, who's smart. All right. Tactician. Mm -hmm. Who will literally, literally just have you just saying enough is enough. I'm taking Sugar Ray Leonard. Ah, at the nice. quarterback. Smart. Intelligent. Knows where he's going. Got a little flash. You know, a little pizzazz. Carries himself very well. I'm taking my man Sugar Ray Leonard. I like it. It's a good pick. All right, let's go to Twitter now, Chuck. All right, we got Barbecue Beef Balboa. My boy Street Bryce out there in California, California, representing. He's going with a real one. Or wait. Yeah, no, he's going real. He didn't pick a position for him. I got to kind of. Where are we going with this? Come on, man. He's going with Jerry Cooney. And uh, I think we're going to put Jerry at. Uh... Jerry Cooney? Who the fuck is that guy? Jerry Cooney? We're going to go at running back. Who do you fight, Christ? <laughs> I know who he is. Jerry Cooney, though, at running back? Come on, man. This isn't even a fair fight anymore. Oh, here, Chuck, here comes your uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, I think that's just as sweet. <laughs> um, Tim though. I actually get to, I, I, I guess I, I think I get to take like a You're little bit of a, uh, I'm going to go to a Facebook pick, too, for the next, but I guess I, I think I get to take a little bit of a, um, of a chance here, of a risk, All right. with one of my. I see now. I already took my one fantasy. Like I already took my one. Like my my character boxer. Yeah. Can I get another one of these, Chris? Please. Thank you. Keep just keep them coming, man. Keep them. Coming. Um. So I'm gonna go with a real fighter. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go running back. Now again, shelf life for running backs isn't. Um. Isn't very long, no. right? And it's the same thing with... They should be a flash in the pan. It's the same thing with, with this fighter. Because when he was on top, he was untouchable. And then all of a sudden, the wheels fell off, mm -hmm. and it was over. But when he was, when he was on top, nobody could touch him. Yeah. I'm taking my man Roy Jones Jr. Oh. At running back. And uh, by the way... Yo, Doug, his song was... Doug McGregor checking in. 
Um, he has a message for uh, Street Bryce out there for Barbecue Beef Balboa with that last pick of uh, what was that guy's name he took? Jerry, Jerry Cooney. Cooney. Yeah, he, he wanted me to say this. And you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Now, again, I have, you know, I got to get mine avoid the ploys. And we, 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 we have a lot of fun. Like, again, on this show, we have a lot of fun. Um, and, but we get into the fantasy stuff. So if anybody wants to bring up some fantasy football and has some issues with this, with, you know, with their, with their rosters or what's going on. Oh, by the way, holy crap, I almost forgot to mention this, man. I got breaking news, Chuck. Oh, what's this breaking news? Oh, I got to hit the breaking news sound. I didn't make the damn noise for no reason. Luigi and Joe. We won our second fantasy game. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what we did. We won our second fantasy game in the Luigi versus the Luigi. Put your money where your mouth is. Fantasy league here at Moonshine. Wow. We were able to score. Our, we were able to outscore our opponent because that's how it works. You have to outscore your opponent uh, and win and secure our second win of the season and absolutely cement our place in the basement of this league. <laughs> but you know what we can do for the next two weeks? Yeah. We can play spoiler. Yes, you and can. And nobody loves to spoil stuff more than I do. All right? <laughs> it was bad. But I had to get that. And other breaking news, too. I got a phone call. Did you? Well, it was a text message. Oh, okay. From, uh, from our buddy Ken Cage. Out there in airplane repo, and I'm wearing. See the yeah. team take it shirt. Yes, I see, see that, that people team take it shirt. I got this when I went on my first ever repo, mm-hmm. and I just got the news at the week of December 17th. My reality TV career is about to begin. That's awesome. That's right. I, my friends. I want to talk about the Bachelor. No, that's right. No, no, not the Bachelor. I am going to be stealing airplanes. Nice from people who can't afford to pay them. So that's what you're going after first, is an airplane not... Well, the first... We, we're going to be doing some filming. We got, okay. The first thing we got to do is we got to do some... We're going to be in the Philadelphia area. Let's put it that way. So there's some people down here that got some stuff. We got to do some recon work. Yeah, do you hear that, people that haven't been paying their bills? That's right. Put it in the garage. <laughs> right around the 17th. Start, start putting those airplanes in the hangar, all right? I'm just telling you. Now, I'm excited for this. Okay. I'm, I am really, really excited for this because, I, I, like I said, I told you, I always felt that um, I was, I, you know, I always felt that I was, I was made for something more, a little bit, you know, just, just I was, not that I was special, but I, I had some talent to do something, you know, I just had some obstacles to, to overcome hurdles, mm-hmm. as, you know, one would say, yeah. and uh, a hardest, the hardest thing to do in life is, is, is to accept, right, to have acceptance, it's one, of the, it's one of the hardest things to do, I wouldn't say it's the hardest, but it's one of the hardest things, and for a long time, I always thought that I would get there, you know? Yeah. But now that I've, be, I've turned to reality TV before I even made anything of myself, I have to accept that I'm a failure. And the best part about that is, is I, can just, I can just quit now. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Like, there's literally, like, that's it. I hit rock bottom. I'm good now. <laughs> I got nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Nowhere to go but up. So I'm happy. There's no more. The pressure, as they say, Chuck, is off. Pressure's it's off. off. The pressure's off. Doug right? Peterson said that two weeks ago. That's right. The pressure is off. Now, uh, I also have another thing I wanted to say because I, I had a moment today where I was able to quote a, something from a movie where someone had no idea what it was, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened, and I wish that all my friends were there to see it because everyone would have got it. And everyone would have laughed hysterically. And I called our buddy Joe Rafino as soon as it happened to tell him about it because he got it. Yeah. Now, are you familiar with, with 
uh, with my, uh, what you call it, My Blue Heaven? No, I am not. Is anyone else here familiar with My Blue Heaven? Joe? Jess? Joe, are you familiar with the movie My Blue Heaven? No. Are you freaking kidding? Is this from 1978? I hate to do it to you guys. I hate to do it. You just killed my entire joke. Well, my bad. I, I can't even say it now. So for the people that were, you know, that, that, that did see this movie, I, uh, it's, you know, Vincent Antonelli, who's Steve Martin's Steve Martin plays Vincent Antonelli in the movie. Yep. And he's in a witness protection program, and he's out there, and he's living out in freaking... Arizona or whatever it is and I'm sorry he's out in San Diego and they uh, he goes to the supermarket right goes yeah. to the grocery store and this guy walks up to him and he says you know can I how can I help you yeah. right kind of a thing and it goes like he goes he's like uh, is there anything I can I can help you find sir he goes yeah arugula I haven't had arugula in, in weeks right <laughs> and he goes what is it he goes it's a vegetable right like he's like it's a vegetable and walks away so I'm in Acme today Mm-hmm. And I go inside, and there's a young kid. He must have just been first freaking day, man. First day there. Yeah. Like a greeter type thing, right? Not like, not like the Walmart greeter, but, no, like, just a, but like a normal greeter. Like he was standing there with the circular looking all pathetic. It was, it was bad. It was, it was the bad look. But anyway, I'm, I'm walking by, right? Mm-hmm. And he says to me, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I said, <laughs> I- I'm fine. And he says, can I help you find anything? And then right away I was like, yeah, arugula. I haven't had arugula in weeks. And he goes, what is it? I'm like, it's a vegetable. And I freaking <laughs> walked away. And he's like, he, like, I look back, I look at him real fast. He's like, 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 where, like he was about to ask someone like where it was and like what it was. I'm like, kid, you sell it. It's right down there. It's fine. I'm just messing with it. It's from the movie My Blue Heaven. Like you have, it was just epic. And it, like, it, it sucks that you didn't see this. I've never Nobody seen Nobody in this movie. place saw it. So now I look like an idiot explaining my own joke. I have not seen it. My apologies. You don't have to apologize. Just, just do better, man. I'll try. Anyway. Now, before I get into avoid deploys and all that other nonsense, let's get down to another pick. Now, Chuck, I can go to social media or I can go to you. I'm going to go to me. You're going to go to you? Yeah. Go to you. Where are we going? I like a big, tall, tight end. Well, I mean, who doesn't? A guy that uh, he may be a little dopey. I mean, look at Robin Gronkowski, you know? And uh, I'm going to go with George Foreman at tight end. George Foreman? Yeah. He's a, he was the heavyweight champion of the world. I met George Foreman. Did Shook you? his hand. His hand is as big as my head. Oh, I can only imagine. As big as my head. Most unoriginal bastard I've ever met in my life. Yo, and what's 19 the, kids, all named George. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, dude. The daughter, too, was named George. I know. It's rough. <laughs> I like George Foreman, but I think you could have got him later. Eh, I like him at my tight end. Now, I'm going to take another guy uh, at, uh, let's see here. I'm going to take for my defense. See, this is how unoriginal I went. <laughs> I'm going to take my defense. Uh, this guy could stop a tank. Okay. One shot. Really? Yeah. In fact, there were fighters that literally said, I would rather be shot. Been punched by this man. Really? Yeah. I'm taking my boy, Rocky Marciano. Okay. At defense. Kind of have to. I had to leave that to you. Well, you didn't have to leave it to me. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to leave it, but I appreciate it. But I had to take one Rocky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
It had to. So why did you? Well, everybody eliminate... makes fun of Rob. I mean, he's a, he's a bit of, he's a bit of a dope, but I mean, you know, whatever. Why did you you're eliminate Rob? I'm trying very hard, and you're being rude. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Why did what? Why did you eliminate Rocky Apollo? And... Well, because they're the low hanging fruit. Okay. And and again, if I take if I say, I'm going like think of it this way, if I would have made this boxers and I didn't take Ali and Tyson off, this yeah. is how easy I lose. You ready? Because I give you the first pick. Yeah. You guys take my Ali. Right? Mm-hmm. Say I go Sugar Ray or I go Tyson. Yeah. Either way, you're going to end up with Sugar Ray or Tyson on your next pick. So you're going to end up with a Muhammad Ali and or Tyson Sugar Ray Robinson. Understood. I, how am I going to come back from that 0-2 deficit? I, I can't. You can't. Okay. So that's why I took those guys off. Understood. Understand the method of the madness? I, I get it. Thank you, Chuck. You following me, camera guy? Yep. All right, good. Now, Chuck, let's get back down to the business. All right. It's your pick. I haven't gotten another one, but I That's have okay. one in my head. You got one in your head? I got a lot of things in my head. All right. This guy's a leader. He's opened up his own gym right here in Philadelphia. <laughs> After. This is whack. How oh, is this whack? This is whack. Go ahead. You he, can take this. You guys are getting killed. I don't see how. He's a fan favorite right here in Philadelphia. And nobody else gives a shit outside we're, of Philadelphia. We're taking Joe Frazier. Oh, oh, okay, good. Joe Frazier's good. I thought you were going to take Bar Hopkins or something. Oh, no. Oh, I like Frazier. Frazier's a good pick. I'm going to go B-Hop. I'm sorry, man. Did B-Hop actually open a gym here in Philly? B-Hop? Yeah. No, B-Hop's a stingy bastard. No, Frazier had the gym here in Philly. I nah, mean, he's, he's horrible. A, um, he's the one who should have a statue on the steps. Just to even make this thing fair, I think I'm about to take, like, Union Kane from freaking <laughs> from Rocky. No. Remember Union Kane? That was the one. <laughs> I'm about to take Union Kane. Um... Where can I go with this? I still need a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, man. You need a tall, skinny guy. No, I do need a tall, skinny guy. <laughs> and that's exactly where I'm going. Okay. I'm taking the Motor City Cobra. Thomas, the Hitman Hearns at wide receiver. I don't know. You don't know who Tommy Hearns is? No. Are you, are you, do you know who Tommy Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no game. What you need to do is you need to go watch Hagler Hearns. Okay. And educate yourself on, on the, I can't, you don't know who Tommy the Hitman Hearns is. This is the, you know, I don't say this often and no one else has probably said this in like 20 years, but this is when I miss Joe Corrado. Like seriously, this is when I miss him because he wouldn't let this shit happen. He wouldn't let you guys go down like this. He let you know he'd let it just about anything else go down, but he wouldn't wait, let you wait, guys. Wait, 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 He wouldn't let you guys go. You down were like undefeated this. against Corrado. Let's all not... in the listeners too, but but not in this kind of stuff. He would uh... he would never. I still think we're building a pretty solid squad. Yeah, <laughs> you and who else? You went Ivan Drago, a tight end. What are you talking about? It's a huge target. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That, exactly. I was thinking the same thing, too. And I, I, I want to get funky with it. Like, I, I have some really good, like, fictional boxers. Okay. I got really good ones. And I, there's, I almost want to open there's it up. There's one at wide receiver. There's that, a ton. That is a great fictional wide receiver boxer. I'm, almost, I'm wondering, too. I'm like, I was thinking about this earlier. I was thinking about, like, the, uh, the fantasy season starting to come to an end. And I'm like, I got to get ready for the end of the year awards. Yep. You know, almost like the uh, like the Dundies kind of a thing. Okay. So I got I got I got to start planning something like that. I might do like a uh, like a red carpet event for that here. Yeah, the funk. Yeah, the funkies. The I like funkies. that. The funkies. Just give me my credit. Yeah, the funkies. And I think for the um, 
I think for the end of the season, I got I, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a fantasy uh, a fantasy showdown of, of a of a who the f is that guy fantasy where you, it's like the most obscure freaking players in the history of sports. Okay, like one of those okay. kind of things. It'll be, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. So we're gonna um <laughs> we're gonna keep it rolling here. How many right, wait wait how many positions we got left to pick? Three. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna do one more pick, and I'm gonna go to, into my avoiding the poise. All right, so Charlie, it's your pick. You can take social media's advice if you want, or you can take my advice and just get rid of social media, or C, you can answer for yourself. What do we do, right? Joe? I have a, I, did you ever play Punch-Out? You can't take a cartoon. You can't take it's the video. It's a fictional boxer. You don't want to go with the cartoon. What do you want to take, like Piston Honda or something? No. If you do, I'm just telling you, if you do that, you're opening up. You're opening up Pandora's box, and once the box is open, I'm, I'm going to be forced to do some crazy shit, and I can go all over the place with this. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box is I got my wild card in the box, and you don't want to go there with this. I got a fictional I know who you're going to take. I know who this is. It's a cartoonish. No, it's not. A, okay. Chuck, you got to make a pick here, man. If not, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over you. Right. I'm going to go myself. At wide receiver. This guy's so fast. He spins around the ring so quickly, you don't even see him. I'm taking the great Tiger from Punch-Out. I just said no video game. Oh, no video game? Oh, then never mind. I literally just said. Oh, I thought you said if you, if you open you up that box, understand? I was going to let you go. No, vi- right. no you, you trust All me. Right. You don't want this. You don't want this. Come on. At this point, you might as well take Buster Douglas because you're in a freaking miracle to beat me, dude. Right. Come on, buddy. Time's a ticking. I don't know where to go, Joe. Or as my, or as my, uh, my lovely lady, uh, June Carter, once said, time's a-wasting. You ever hear that song? You ever hear that song from Walk the Line from Johnny Cash? What's your fictional boxer, Joe? I want a little time's a-wasting. Right. I want a little time's a-wasting. Where's that at? Let's go to wide receiver time's here. Time's a-wasting. All right. Since we mentioned Hearns. Mm-hmm. We're going to go marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah, that was good. Hold on. I'm, I got to get a little time to waste in here. <sighs> I got to add. We'll play after this. I, I hate YouTube and your stupid freaking ads. I do love it when you let me play my stuff, though. That, that I do like. You're taking marvelous Marvin Hagler, wide receiver? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to play a little uh, Johnny Cash, Duke Carter from um, Walk the Line. I like, I like this song. A little time to waste. It'll be uh, playing underneath me. So I got to make my pick now. Hmm. I almost want to go kicker. You know me. I like the little guys at kicker. I'm going to take my flex. And it's like, I'm going to take my fictional character right now. I'm going to take my flex. And the only reason why I'm going to take my flex, and it's this guy, is because I always believe the flex position is supposed to be like a... A switchblade type, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a Swiss Army knife, I would say, who could do multiple things, who can fight different styles. Okay. I'm taking my man who knocked out 10 men in one night. I'm taking Honey Roy Palmer at the Flex from the movie Digstown. Do you know what? Do you know what? You ever hear? You ever see Digstown? I've never seen Digstown. Are you serious, dude? No. You got me out here. Come on, man. Sing this damn song. Here we go. There we go. You ever hear this? Sing along, Chuck. I've got I don't know the words. You don't have. I'm just letting you down. Nothing right tonight. I am pissed 
wasting. That's enough for the country hour here at Funkin' Fantasy. <sighs> What's that? What's going to be a sound drop? Time's a wasting. That's what I should be playing. Every time you have to sit there and think about something, time's a wasting. I need to bring my uh, my voice up a few. I, think I know my kicker. Yeah, but we'll wait. If I was people, if I were people, I would avoid this program. Who's next your week. fictional? I just said Honey Roy Palmer. Oh no, I... I'm going to give some of my fictional guys when this is over. By the way, and you're going to be you're going to be impressed. And when I say you, I mean the people out there in fantasy land. Let's get back down to the business here. Let's get to avoiding the ploys. Again, I'm the guy who tells you when to, uh, not the guy who tells you when to start Antonio Brown, the guy who tells you when to sit Antonio Brown. Let's go see how I did last week, Chuck. Okay. I told people to avoid Matt Stafford, as Marquise Johns admits. That was a hit. I told people to avoid Adrian Peterson. That was a hit. Larry Fitzgerald, he scored a bullshit touchdown. All right, whatever. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph at Green Bay. Yeah. My deploys. I told people to deploy Eli Manning at Philadelphia. Should have had a better day. Theo Riddick against the, against the Bears. Nice, that wasn't bad. He had a bit of eight receptions. Uh, Kiki Kuti against the Tennessee Titans. Eh, that's kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, CJ uh, Uzuma at Cleveland. Eh. I had David Njoku, who I played myself, who had a really good day. Yeah. Uh, but Uzuma really didn't. I, I, that had to do with the whole thing of the um, – That I think it had to do with, with Andy Dalton getting hurt. I think that's what really had to do with that, and that's what kind of hurt it. Uh, but now this week – uh, this week, where the hell is my this week? Ah, uh, time's wasting. Chuck. Yes, I actually have. Avoiding the ploys, Chuck. I'm waiting on it. Charles, where are they? I have no idea. What do you mean you have no idea? Oh, here they go. This week, we're going to avoid Baker Mayfield at Houston. Now again, Baker's been having a really good season. He's throwing he's throwing over 300 yards just about every game. Yeah. Multiple touchdowns. Uh, but I do believe that Houston Texans uh, at home will do a hell of a job of making hell on earth for Baker Mayfield this week. Uh, we're going to avoid David Johnson at Green Bay because by the time David Johnson gets handoff number six, they should be down like 30. So I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to say avoid David Johnson. We're going to uh, avoid Odell Beckham Jr. this week Oh wow! at Chicago. It's windy out there in Chicago these days, and that secondary doesn't let anyone get deep. No. All right? All right? Much like my first girlfriend. She didn't let, you go she didn't let anybody get deep. Well, I mean, I was young. Anyway. <laughs> and then we're going to avoid Austin Hooper at Baltimore. The Ravens do a good job. I mean, I'm sorry, against Baltimore. Ravens do a really good job against tight ends, and Matt Ryan has trouble finding Austin every time I say to play him. <laughs> so uh, we're going to deploy Ryan Tannehill against Buffalo. Now, Buffalo sports a very good defense, yes. very good pass defense. But Tannehill at home, he's getting some of his, his weapons healthy. Devontae Parker's coming back. Stills is, is, is healthy. Uh, Drake and Frank Gore again. And Tannehill looked pretty good. And I think Buffalo's completely shot. Uh, I think Miami will take care of business at home against Buffalo, and Ryan Tannehill have a good game. Gus Edwards at Atlanta. Yes. Got to ride the Gus bus. DJ Moore at Tampa. And Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette, the Seattle Seahawks tight end at San Francisco. Go ahead and deploy him. And uh, also... I do give you every single week, I give people my daily fantasy picks. Again, these are the picks that I help you, that I give to you to help keep you under the cap, but put you into the cash. They're just some selections that I make. This That way, if you want to play different kinds of combinations and play some heavy hitters on your wide receivers and stack some guys, I'm giving some guys that are a little bit cheaper. Marcus Mariota against the Jets. He's 7,000 on FanDuel. That's what we play on mm -hmm. here at Funkin' Fantasy. 
Uh, I don't get paid by, by FanDuel to say that. It's just, it's just the first thing I signed up for, and I just stayed with it. Uh, Gus Edwards at Atlanta. This is the last time he'll be this cheap the rest of the season, guys. 6400 Demarius Thomas, you're getting a good price on Demarius. He's uh, trending upwards after this week. 5300 against um, against Cleveland. And then Cameron Brait against Carolina Panther. That's the tight end uh, from uh, Correct. Brait the Great. He's, uh, um, he's 4900 Excuse me. He's 4900 Now, again... That was the, uh, the fantasy portion of the program. Now it's time to get down to reality, get down to the, uh, to the business, okay. as they would say, to the stone-cold PVC locks of the week. Had a good week last week? I'm having an all right, right, I'm having an all right, an all right week this week, but again, the week is young. It's only Tuesday. I got a lot of games here. We got a lot of games this week to get into. We got eight home dogs. Eight home dogs, okay? Oakland is is getting 15. Detroit's getting 10. This is crazy. Huge spreads in the NFL this week. But I'm not going near those. I'm betting smart this week. Okay. With a little bit of craziness. I'm taking first game. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Indianapolis laying three and a half to the Jacksonville Jaguar. Divisional game for the Colts. Leonard Fournette's not playing, so TJ Yeldon will be toting the rock. The Colts are looking like a freaking like a like a barn burner out there, like a, a you know, and the, the Jacksonville trade? Jaguars are looking like a virtual dumpster fire. But I'm gonna go ahead and take the Jacksonville Jaguars at home with the three and a half to just slightly derail the Indianapolis Colts, just for a little bit. A little bit of a hiccup here. This is going to be a little bit of a hiccup, a little bit of a letdown week for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, plus three and a half. You won't need the points. The Jags will win it outright. Wow. All right? And we're going to shift gears. against 84% of the people. And that's why I will always be cut from a different cloth and broke as a mother joke. (laughs) All right? Now, let's shift gears. Slide down to Houston. All right. Yep. We're going to see where we have the Cleveland Browns visiting the Houston Texans. Opens up at four and a half. It's currently four and a half. I'm taking the Houston Texans to lay a freaking beatdown on the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are playing better. I took them out right last week. You remember that. But not this week. Houston takes care of business at home. Then we're going to slide on down. Actually, no, we're not going to slide down. We're going to make a right hand. We're going to go north and take a little bit of a slight right as we travel towards Tom Horton country, and we're going to go to New England. Okay. Yeah, Tim Horton. Is it Tim Horton? Yeah, Tim Horton's, yeah. That coffee joint. The Canadian people like it. Oh, now I got you. Um, Guy's a legend in the coffee business. Now, Minnesota traveling to Foxborough. Lines come down a little from 7.5 to 5.5, but I got my eye on it. And I've got my eye on the New England Patriots taking care of business against the Minnesota Vikings, lay to five and a half, and take New England. Wow. And my last pick, I went back and forth on this a little bit. Uh, I kind of like Denver a little bit, getting th- giving three and a half Cincinnati, because, again, there's a guy who like, does HVAC for a living starting for the Bengals. <laughs> um, I like Baltimore a little bit. Ooh, excuse me. Pardon me. I just burped on air. My goodness gracious. That's horrible. Better out than in, I always say. Is it? No. It's all this, it's all this damn freaking club soda I've been drinking. It's good for you. It's all I drink is club. I like the bubbles. 
It's like spicy water. It makes it feel like it's soda, but it's not. It's healthy. No, it tastes like garbage. <laughs> you can put as many limes as you want in there. It's not going to fix it. Trust me. Jess is like, it's not lemon. good. It's just not good. I go lime. I go, I go lime in regular water. Okay. I go lemon in the, in the, in the club. So, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I go lemon in the regular water. I go lime in the club soda. But let me ask you a question, Charles. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone cucumber in the water? I have. I love cucumber it's in the water. It's amazing. Isn't it good? It just, it, just, it just changes the, 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 the molecules in the water. Just like it's, it's so refreshing and crisp and clean. And I was just about to so advise fresh so you. What's that? Wawa, two for $3, they have Voss water, and it's lemon cucumber. What? Lemon cucumber. That's what I'm talking about. I got to go to Wawa tonight. Two for three bucks in those big glass bottles they got. Boss, you mean the douche bottle? Yeah, yeah, the big it's douche a bottle. Big douche bottle. I love people it. who drink like smart water. I'm like, you idiot. You just paid four dollars for a bottle of water. It's like, yo, on, there man. is a difference in quality of water, though. There is. Like Fiji. Fiji is great. Fiji, artisanal. Fiji is exactly what water's supposed to be. It's just cold and wet. Mm-hmm. Like that, there's no, there's nothing and it came to it. Through a volcano. That's what's the great part of uh, Fiji. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love Fiji water. If you're listening out there, Fiji, hey, I love sponsor you. us. Now, my last pick, I had to make that pick. Mm-hmm. I, I said this earlier because I said that David Johnson need to avoid him. Yeah. Taking the Packers at home, I'm laying the 14 against the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. All right, because they're dead. <laughs> they're d- dead. But I mean, it's crazy. Like the, the there's spread, some huge. Spread I mean, there's huge line. I mean, look at this. I mean, Kansas City is going into Oakland and laying 15 points. <laughs> On the, that's what I mean. He's going yeah. into Oakland. That's what it means. It means they're on the road. They're going into Oakland. I mean, the last time, but if you remember, the last time the Chiefs laid a number this big, they were at home. Yeah. And they didn't cover. And Pat Mahomes' girlfriend, girlfriend's stepdad died because of that. Oh, remember geez. that. Because they didn't. Well, remember the whole joke was? Oh, is that what it was about? I didn't hear the joke. He didn't cover the spread. It, you, know, he, like, you know, they killed him. They killed a lot of people that day. Oh, my God. Charlie, what? Do you listen to the hey, show? Hey, you know what? That's a little. You're on air. Do you listen to the show? I do, actually. I was listening to myself last week. Let's listen to yourself. Do you listen to the show is what I'm saying, Joe. No, I just kind of just You should be to listening myself. to what I'm saying is what I'm saying. <laughs> what am I saying? Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. Let's get back down to the game. We're going to get out of here soon. All right. I'm going to go to work. Now, Chuck, it's your pick. We're going to let, we're going to let Joe pick this time. We're going to let Joe pick Fictional again? Fictional character. Fictional character. Okay, I like the fictional character picks. Go ahead. This is the ultimate flex because we could use him. I'm the ultimate flex. You see these puppies? <laughs> you kidding me? Besides that. Go ahead. Because you can use him as the character. Yeah. You can use him as the real person. Oh, really? Mason Dixon from Rocky Balboa. Mason. Mason Dixon. Really? You Dixon. went with Mason the Lying Dixon from Balboa. That's your fictional character? He's towing the line there. You need to sit down. You just, you've, you've had enough, man. Sit down. This is not even fair. Do I, I, I can just torpedo this thing. All right, torpedo it. I, but I'm not oh, going no. to. I'm not going to. I'm going to hammer the shit out I'm of I'm going to make sure everybody gets out early and often to the voting. If you stuff the ballot box, Chuck, I swear to God, man. Enough with this conspiracy shit. Paul Ferrer, what up, buddy? What's going on, man? Good to see you checking in here. Um, I'll take my, uh, my other wide receiver. I'm going to take, I want to take a little guy. That's what I'm thinking for kicker. 
No, I'm taking, I'm taking my wide receiver. Um, no, no, I can't take him. Because he had hand, I mean, you don't want him as a wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to go with... Man. I'm going to take Jack Johnson. I don't even know who Jack Johnson dude, is. Dude, you are freaking horrible, <laughs> dude. He's like the greatest players in the history of boxing. I'm taking Jack Johnson at wide receiver. So, here, let me write that in real fast. Wait, what error was Jack Johnson from? Actually, you know what? I'm going to renege my pick. I don't want to take Jack Johnson. Uh, Nobody's written though. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Vladimir Klitschko at wide receiver. Okay. I can see that. And I'm going to spell it the way it's supposed to be spelled with a W. Really? About, yep. The guy didn't lose a round for 10 years. No. Isn't he I'll tell you one thing, though. Panatti? My team is not going to pass one drug test. I got <laughs> Drago and Klitschko on the same freaking team. Isn't he dating that uh, little blonde girl from uh, Remember the Titans? Uh, Hayden Panadier or something like that? Might be. I mean, who knows? What's that? They're married. They're married? They're married? Yeah. Holy cow. Holy shit. I didn't I know feel that. like she's still like eight years old. She does. She looks like she's eight all the time, doesn't she? Um, all right, so here we go. It's your pick, Chuck. Go kick her. Nah, I'm going, I'm going a better one. You know where you're going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going, going, Chuck? We're going a guy out of the Philippines. Ah! And he's a kicker. You took Pacquiao from yeah, and I'm best. taking Manny Pacquiao. I love Pacquiao. I love him, too. <laughs> I was rooting for him so hard against Mayweather. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And it was everybody in the place that I I'm so that pissed. I waited for Pacquiao me. at the end. It's what's going to steal the game for us? No, hell no. <laughs> You're so far behind. <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, I'll take this guy as a kicker. All right. I actually almost went into my... Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Um, I'll take a kicker. I, I wanted to put him at receiver. He's got hands of stone. He can't catch. Okay. I'm taking Roberto Duran at my kicker. I know Roberto Duran. Well, congratulations, Charlie. You know where Roberto Duran is. Welcome to freaking the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going back. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We need to go somebody that everybody knows. The listeners at quarterback have smoking Joe Fridge. I love it. The running backs are Floyd Money Mayweather and Gary Cooney. I don't know who, who I think did is. three episodes of The Price is Right and helped out once on the match game. The wide receivers are Sugar Ray Robinson and Marvelous Marvin Hagler. I like those wide receivers. Uh, the tight end is George Foreman. Your flex end. is Mason the Line Dixon. That's so bad. Your defense like is Clubber him. Lang, and your kicker is Manny Pacquiao. I don't Luigi. know how you can hate Clubber Lang as a defense. Because it just doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Luigi. He's a pound. Who is I? The quarterback, Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm-hmm. Running backs, Jake LaMotta, the Bull, mm-hmm. and Roy Jones Jr. My wide receivers, Jake Tommy. Lamont is the best. My wide receivers, there. Tommy the Hitman Hearns and Vladimir Klitschko. Mm-hmm. My tight end is Ivan Draga. Then I have my flex is Honey Roy Palmer. Don't even know who. My is. defense is Rocky Marciano, and my kicker is Roberto Duran. These will be up tomorrow morning for your votes on Funkin' Fancy at Funkin' Fancy. Make sure you vote to the poll. Make sure you get to the polls early and often, and uh, that's after you leave. The other polls. I'm going to have to create like 25 That's Twitter strip accounts clubs. to help. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not cool. It's not cool at all. Here's some guys that were missed. These are the fictional characters that I had. All right. All right. I had, um, what about, 
I was going to go Butch Coolidge. Who's Bruce Willis's character from Pulp Fiction? Oh, I know who you're talking about. You remember, about. you remember Butch, right? Yeah, killed a guy. That's right. Uh, a few I guys. was gonna take um, another guy. I was gonna go as like my wide receiver. I was gonna take Monroe, Monroe, Monroe Hutchin from Undisputed. I haven't seen that. You one. never saw the Wesley Snipes movie Monroe? Check it out. It's pretty good. Then I was gonna think about going maybe Dredrick Tatum from The Simpsons. Nice. You know, Mike Tyson's character. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, and then I was going to go, too, from my fa- – I can't believe you didn't go Union Kane. Like, that was good, man. Uh, I was thinking about going from one of my favorite movies, um, from The Great White Hype. I was thinking about going Jim the Grim Reaper Roper and Irish Terry Conklin. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about there. Now, what did you have? I, other than that, I really went video games, Luigi. I really was. My guys were all in the video game world. Mainly Punch-Out, which was the absolute greatest <laughs> NES game of all time. And that's undoubted. You can't dispute that. No, you can't dispute that. My uh, mom beat Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and knocked out Punch-It. All right, Tyson. Speaking of, speaking of knocking out and beating down all that stuff, I, wanted to, I, I need to talk about something before I get off air. Mm-hmm. So we can get serious for a second. All I right. want to talk about something. So, like, I've been... A, um, I've been advocating like the, the anti-bullying thing for a little while, right? Yes. Uh, being bullied when I was younger and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like through now people that know, people that know me and people on the on this program and that listen to the show and download the show, the thousands of people that do that every each and every week, um, they all know that I've had a a battle with with depression and anxiety and things like that, and I've been it's gone untreated for a very long time, and now I've you know I've really been put like for the past several months, um, I've really been getting in touch with that and yeah. dealing with it. And it's, I've, I've realized when you do that, um, you start to really think about things. You open up and you talk to your psychologist and things like that. And you start to look at things from a different angle. And you really start to take yourself out of your, like, you, t- you, you take yourself out of it and you see it from another per- person's point of view. Mm-hmm. And you think sometimes that you were, were right or, or that when you were standing up for yourself, you were really being a bully in essence. And I've realized that a lot, like a lot of my, like a lot of friendships that I've had mm-hmm. uh, in the past, and it's it's almost like I just I, I want to be able to like try to make amends with those people. Yeah. Um, not and a lot of I mean again these are like some of my close personal friends and relationships and things like that, but and you know we're still we still are, but yeah. it's almost like I I almost like I really want to do say that it's it's I I've owned it you know like yeah. I, I'm sorry for the times that I thought that I was actually doing the right thing and I was actually the one doing the bullying. Oh wow. And um it takes a lot to say that. You know, it takes yeah, a lot to look yourself in, to stand it up. takes a lot to look yourself in the mirror and go shit like I was wrong, you know? And there was a lot of times where I would say you know, you don't understand it's the anxiety. You know, it's I didn't have any control and have any self-control. The one thing the one thing I did have control of mm-hmm. is getting control of it. Yes. So even though I can never apologize for the things that I am because they are who I am, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's just I can't take it away. Like, you I own have, yourself, Luigi. The, the thing is, though, is that I'm responsible for it. Yeah. I'm responsible to take care of that. I'm responsible to get it under control. I, I'm responsible for me and my own actions, and I should have I done that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you look back and you just start to think about those things and it's just like you can go into any situation in life and you can go back and just go, uh, you know, I, I want to take the blame for this and take the blame for that and take the blame for this. Like I would never, 
I, I can't do that. Like, I'll never take the, I'll never go back in anything and just start taking blame, but I will take responsibility. That's all I will take responsibility for. because there's a lot of times in life where, you know, we as people, we, we do things, but we don't understand that when we do those things, it starts a reaction and that everything comes from something. Like, everything has a genesis, you know what yes. I mean? And sometimes you yourself are, the, are, are that genesis. Mm hmm and what, you know, your actions are what cause that chain reaction that cause the dominoes to start falling in a negative way toward yourself. And you need to take ownership of those things and try to make them right or be able to take responsibility for yourself and go get help in any way you need to do. And again, a lot of my friends you know, th that I talk to during numerous things that I've gone through in my life, any kind of hardships or just kind of advice, I admitted this, is that I always said that I, would, I can hear you I just never listened. Okay. I never listened because all that mattered was you had to know what I felt. Yeah. You had to know what I thought. I didn't care what you thought. I didn't care what your side was. Mm -hmm. You just needed to understand what I was feeling. Yeah. So, like I said, I would hear you, but I never listened. So I just wanted to be able to say this on a public platform to, you know, a lot of my friends do listen to this program and a lot of people... Uh, do download the show that, again, guys, I've, I, I've owned it the best I can. And um, I'm doing everything I can in my power to take responsibility and accountability for those things and will always continue to do so in the future. And hopefully someday I'll, you know, I'll be where I want to be and be who I want to be. That's it. That's all that, that, that anybody you know, ever that, asked. That, that's all you can do, man. That, yeah. That's all you can do and all you can hope for. And now I'm going to go drink myself into oblivion. Yeah. I'm kidding. Don't do, do that. But, do but, ser but in all seriousness, though, people, like, in all seriousness, I, I, I avoided it for a long time because I thought there wasn't any kind of, like, help out there because, again, people have insurance problems, money issues. Again, like, not everyone's well off. Okay? No. And people think I am. People think I have freaking my money. You guys realize you're, I don't. I, I don't you're I'm, loaded through podcast money, aren't you? Dude, I got, I got podcast cash flowing through my <laughs> ass, bro. Are you kidding me? You see how we're living, son? I'm drinking club soda. I'm drinking club soda. You're eating grilled cheese. I know. But it's good grilled cheese. It is the it's best. Phenomenal. It is the best goddamn grilled cheese you ever have. All right? There's but that I, one place that I, I've never been to that everybody always talks about, Melt. I need to go there I just went. so I can compare it. I went. I love their grilled cheese. I went. I went with, I went with Tony and Robin. They got, meh. Mm. Eh. It's, it's grilled cheese. Yeah. And they're not funny. The grilled cheese is like, it's not just the, it's not just the, the cheese. It's the bread itself. The bread itself. Right? The bread itself. Cooked. But here's the thing, though. No grilled cheese is a grilled cheese unless you're just buttering the outside of the bread. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's all it really takes. It's just like lobster. When you eat lobster, you it's butter. like it's, uh, you spend $2,000 for the lobster, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. You spend 80 bucks for the lobster, but the only thing that makes it taste good is $0.10, cents, yeah. and that's the butter. I always said, you want to do something? Sell the lobster for $0.10 cents and just hold a bucket of butter at auction. In the restaurant. And I guarantee you, you could, you could retire in a week. Like my other idea, open up a daycare in the mm -hmm. casino parking lot. Yeah. You know, like all those stories about those kids oh, that get left, left in, the, in car. the cars? All you do, you open up a daycare. So mom and dad or whoever shows up, like, you know, if you want to be that parent, you show up rather than leaving the car, you charge by the hour. You do an hourly rate. Like 20 bucks an hour, we'll watch your kid. Money up front first, though, of course, because we, and we don't take credit because, again... Your credit in there is about as good as the credit in here. <laughs> but again, it'll be a fortune because, again, you're not neglecting the kid. 
No. I take care. You know, we give them Tootsie Rolls and shit like that. We let them run around. We teach them how to, like, bet trifectas and supers. And, you know, we teach them money line parlays. Yeah, we're going to be a little smarter than mom and dad but here. I'm, and that's the thing. It's like, but again, no one's breaking the law. We have, like, a big, you know, a big round tent kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, not like a tent because tents are scary for kids. Like a, a corral, you know. Right in the lobby. No, I can't do it in the lobby. You no? can't go in. No, no, no. I don't want them around that element. I don't want them, I don't want them inside there. I want the kids outside. Maybe build a foyer outside. No, just like a fence, like a silt fence that goes around. <laughs> right? You could do it. Your what dad about, does that shit. Yeah, he does. And we put it out there. You charge 20 bucks an hour. It's totally legal. Yo, the, if you're the from casino, the sugar house, The casino will love it. The casino will love it. Do you want to know why? Because you want to know how many times there's been a gambler sitting at home going, I'd love to go just play a couple of hands of blackjack, but I got Junior with me and I can't do it because my girlfriend would kill me or my wife would kill me or you know, social services will take the kid away because I can't leave the kid in the parking lot. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... It's like, but now you can. Come down to Lose Clues, all right? Located conveniently in the middle of the parking lot. For 20 bucks an hour, we will take your child. We'll sit him down. We'll watch movies. We have story time, right? We have story time. We'll have, uh, I'll have special guests coming up, mascots, all kinds of stuff. They'll get snacks. Actually, screw that shit. Bring your own snacks. Wait a minute. Drinks are free. Wait a minute. Drinks are free in the casino, right? As long as you're playing. Free drinks and juice for the kids as long as they're staying. I got a question. If What's their that? parents' credit runs out with you, what happens to the kids? There's no credit. It's cash up front. If they, if they go over the time, there's no more. They, they, paid, they paid for five, five hours. No, no, no. See, here's the beauty part. You got their kid, dude. It's like the coat <laughs> check. It's like the coat check. No ticket, no jacket. No you, pay. I come up and I say, Mr. Stevenson, how'd it go? From the looks of it, not too good. Listen, we've had Jimmy here for the past seven hours. That comes out to $140 cash. <laughs> You've are, can, you, know, you have to pay up. And he says, well, I only got 80. Well, that means you're 60 short, which means you're about 40% short of Jimmy. <laughs> so what I'm going to need you to do is try to, take that, try to take that 80 and go turn it into 140 so you can come and get Jimmy. Because <laughs> we have the best thing ever. It's called collateral. It don't we take have too Jimmy. Long. Trust me. Make a call. Like I said, it's like Rocky, and this is how it all goes into the box of things. Look, you want to borrow. Yeah, they're going to be opening up. It's the way. Like, like I said, like I said, Charlie. Look, you want to dance, you got to pay the band. You want to borrow, you got to pay the man. I'm not emotionally involved. Give me some money. <laughs> all right, that's it. Because if not, I got to go over there and rip Jimmy out of his chair and kick the shit out of him. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's your fault. I'm joking. But what I'm saying is though, is this going to be a really good idea? You get professionals idea. to go in. Dude, do you have, there'd be more kids in that park. It would look like a freaking, it'd look like Dorney Park out. It'd look like an amusement park out there. Yeah. I love the idea. I wonder if I can get it sanctioned, though, if I can get a permit. See, the problem is, I don't know if you can hold a kid for money. Can you? I don't Why? know the legalities of that. Why? When you go to a pawn shop. Yeah, but that's an item. We're talking so is a human, kid. It's a human life. Well, what I would say is, is that I can't release this child into your custody, knowing that you're a freaking deadbeat. I can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all I'm saying is, is like, but, but there's a thing, though, is that if I do give you the kid, you know that you're not going to be able to do this again until you pay me. Yeah. You're going to have to run the risk of leaving the kid in the car. They'll pay. Trust me. They'll pay. They will pay. Actually, you know what I'll do? We'll have early bird specials. You know, in by 7, out by 9, you know, 7 a.m., 9 p.m., 100 bucks, flat rate. You can't beat that. No, you can't. You can't beat that. 
We'll have the we'll have the uh, you know the, the the casino girls. They'll come out there and they'll give the kids juice, you know, juice boxes and little animal crackers and shit like that. It'll be cool. I want to see the cocktail waitresses coming out to feed the kids. The, the, they will love it. They'll funny. be like, "Oh, look at they're so adorable. They're fantastic. They would love this." There's no way it's going to get passed, but I'm telling they're you this right now. They're going to be putting their kids. In I'm their telling clothes. you this right now. Think about this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Kid doesn't get left in the car. No, no neglect, right? Yep. The casino is getting business at the wazoo that it normally wouldn't get. Plus, they don't get to have the bad image of, like, people go there. It's a disease. They leave their kids out in the car and all this other nonsense, right? Yeah. Even dogs. Bring your pets. Bring the, de- bring the dog. Bring now the cat. That, now, that's something you can hold for ransom. Bring all that stuff. You could definitely hold a, a pet for I'll, ransom. I'll hire Vic, Mike Vic, to watch the, the animals, Okay. <laughs> He, like, Michael Vick, I'll, I'll bring him in. Like, oh, he's rehab. I, I'll bring him in at, like, I don't know. I'm not going to start him at the top. We'll bring him, like, $14, $15 an hour, right? We're going to bring him in about $14, $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. We'll start him quick. But, you know, it's like enterprise. They give you the tool. I'll give you the tools, tools to be your to own boss. Your own boss. You know, yeah. that's what I'll do. And Did you ever try to work there? Fuck no. I went through the hiring process. I mm-hmm. went through their five interviews, and I got hired. And they gave me my salary rate and then showed me what I'd be working. I was going to be making, I think it was like $1,100 a week or every two weeks. But the problem is when you broke it down, you were making five forty dollars an hour. I mean, you were working like a freaking dog. You're me, basically. Yeah. And we're not going to do this anymore, Charlie. We're going to start Lose Clues, okay? And we're going to make a fortune. And we're going to make a fortune. Again, I will we'll watch the kids. Again, yeah. so again... It gives the ga- – and that's the other thing. Oh, I, I guarantee – I bet you – Do they They have really? daycare? They have Kids Quest. Kids Quest, where you drop the kids off in the casino and they have a good time? Hold on. Let me see this. Let me see this, Jess. Let me see. Let me read this. I knew they had this in Mother. Again, once again, I missed the freaking dro- – okay. <laughs> Kids Quest is a family-owned hourly drop-in child care company designed with a specific emphasis. Its guests learn through a play format where children are encouraged to choose from a host of age-appropriate activities and games in a professionally managed, safe, and fun environment. Reservations are not required to use Kids Quest. You motherfuckers. Are you kidding me right now? Beat you to it, Luigi. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, though. It's just like, it's a family, oh, yeah, family in quotation. <laughs> Hourly drop, drop-in child care company designed with specific... You got to bring it to Philly before they find out about this. Mine's outdoor though. Mine's completely outdoor. And it's hey, what are I, you doing? We're in the not winter? doing rock climbing. I'm doing skill building, which the casino would love. Like learning to play blackjack. We're gonna learn how to roulette. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm teaching the future dealers of tomorrow today. I guarantee you, a casino would pay for this. Could you imagine? Like, okay, so you tell me, mm-hmm. where would where would where would little Lisa and Billy like to go. Would they like to go sit somewhere on a seesaw? Or would they like to calculate craps odds at a live table? <laughs> okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, give the kids a choice. I want to find out. Is it free? No, that's not free. Find out how much. Can you find out how much it costs? Because I'm underbidding the shit out of this. Find out how much it costs. Find out how much it costs to drop a kids off at DayQuest. Yeah, pricing. What's the pricing? Wait, a child 30 months to 12 years 11, per hour? A top from age six weeks. They're taking kids in at six weeks. 
That's just kind of, I mean, it's just bad. Yeah. I mean, I, at least we got some, we got morals. <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy. Rewards for good. We're not doing schoolwork. Are you kidding me? <laughs> schoolwork. It's Sylvan Learning Center. Schoolwork. But, oh my God. If he's nine to five and the two horse comes in at three to one and the five is six to one, what's the try pay? That's what I got to, that's the shit I got to know. All right? If the, take the favorite out of the money, now do it. All right? Luigi Learning Center. Now yeah, opening. For kids who want to learn to read good and do other stuff good too. That's what it is. <laughs> for kids who want to know how to place bets and not what be a freaking degenerates joke, but like I, their parents. Okay, but listen, we're getting off the beaten path here. You like, ready for the 10? Yeah, oh yeah, my God, I forgot the Tuesday 10. But also, but real quick, I do want to, I do want to, um, I do want to uh, yeah, go back to what I was saying before. Oh. Um, it is a serious, it is a serious thing. Totally a serious and, thing. Um, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, completely, that I have done nothing but I've 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 paid a lot of big prices for this for the for the things that I've done. So, yeah. um, it's not easy to say these kind of things. No. A lot of people know me; they know that I'm a, uh, uh, I'm an emotional guy, and I have no problem being able to talk from the heart and things like that. But when it comes down to this stuff, when it comes down to, to self awareness and ownership, it's difficult. So, again, if you have someone yelling at you or telling you that they don't under, that that you don't understand, just take a look in the mirror because maybe you need to. You need to think for yourself a little bit, a little bit more. That, that's that's all. That, that's all I'm saying. Could I add one part? You can add as many parts as you want. I think that if you if you feel the need that you need to talk to somebody, number one, I'm sure you have a friend somewhere that's always available for you. But going to a counselor, going to a um, to a uh, Come on, Chuck. <laughs> if you go to a psychiatrist, there is no shame in that. I know there's a lot, there's a stigma in this country about mental health. There shouldn't be. Go get the help you need. Go talk to a, a psychiatrist. Talk to a counselor. It helps. Well, like I said, just take the accountability and the responsibility for yourself to go take care of yourself. Yeah. Again, you, you get lost in things and you forget about yourself along the way, and it does the mm-hmm. most damage in the world. But let's get down to the Tuesday 10 before I, uh, All right, I get down one. on the ground and blow my brains out. No, I'm kidding. Just All right. Have you clinched your fantasy football playoffs? Ah, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Actually, yes, I have. I did. I have. I have clinched. I have clinched in my dynasty league. I have clinched. But in the Luigi League, yeah, it's a- hell no. In the Funkin' Fantasy League... No, I did not. What happened, Joe? You didn't clinch? Oh, I'm high. Sorry, I hate to do it. I clinched. I was so happy to wake up this morning. All right, well, good for you. Go ahead. All right, should Leonard Fournette be suspended next week? Yes, you shouldn't be fighting on the field. Yeah. You can't be fighting on the field, dude. You're, 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 you're professional athletes. You're professional athletes. Oh, is this a personal thing? Yeah, he's my fantasy running back. Well, then hell yeah, he should. You have a different, you have a different gripe. You have a different gripe, okay? All right. What movie would be better if it was a musical? What movie would be better if it was a musical? Mm-hmm. I tell you what I'd like to see as a musical. What's that? Because I think it would be freaking epic. Pulp Fiction. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love to see English motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all those things. Like, I'd love to be able to see those, like, to hear that. Uh, That'd be great. Uh, what is he? What's the... Uh... The, the uh, quarter pounder with cheese called yeah, the Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. I would love to do all that. 
Yeah, that would be great. I think Pulp Fiction as a uh, <laughs> Pulp Fiction as a musical would be hysterical. <laughs> I gotta call Quentin Tarantino. I say that like I have his number. I gotta call someone who knows Quentin Tarantino and get his number. <laughs> all right. Who is your favorite boxer of all time? Arturo Thundergatti. Without hesitation. Okay. Uh, I saw him fight one time. I saw him fight. Uh, I, 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 it was just a random occurrence. And I was like, I, I've never seen someone like just get his ass whooped like this and end up winning the fight. Right? Because he looked like, you ever see, like, you should see the other guy? Yeah. Like, he's always the other guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're just talking about heart, will, determination, and just an exciting fighter. So, yeah, Gotti. No problem. All right. Can you throw a good punch if needed? Well, I'm a trained mixed martial artist, so yeah, I think I could throw a good punch if needed. I could throw a good punch if I don't even need to. <laughs> you talking about, dude? Again, people don't even know me. I, I, I boxed for 10 years. I was a, a, an amateur mixed martial artist. I had four fights. I went three and one. I, re, I mean, I couldn't continue to train and fight because it's a very expensive sport to continue to do yes, when you're living for yourself. But again, uh, you know, I had to pay bills. I go to work. Yep. But, you know, yeah, I had some talent. I, could, I mean, yeah, I could fight, man. Can you, th- uh, no, in 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? What will people be nostalgic for in 40 years? Like 40 years ago, like I'm nostalgic for good Flyers hockey because that was... What- Fitbits. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> spinners. Um, fidget spinners? Yeah, fidget spinners. Um, I actually like those things. 40 years. 40 years from now, I, okay, I, I'll be a homer. 40 years from now, they will be, people here in this city will be nostalgic for the Super Bowl. Because it was the first one. That's where they'll be. They'll be able to look back. As by, because we won't win another one inside of 40 years. And oh, geez, we'll be man. all about 80 years old. And we'll be, look, put that evil we'll be looking back and going, do you remember the time? You know, one of those things. But, uh, but, don't but, you dare put that evil on this city. It, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, I think, um, but no, the answer truthfully, mm-hmm. yeah, probably fidget spinners. <laughs> That's probably what we'll be nostalgic about. Yeah, pretty much. All right. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? <sighs> See, I can't say this. Because it, yeah, you know, it gives the person's house away. Oh. I can't. No, it's just too personal. It's too, per- it's too personal. I've seen some things, man. I'm sure you have. I go to, people's est- I go to estimates of people's homes. So you do estimates on people's homes? Yeah, I do estimates on people's homes. I had a lady call me up. Tell me she needs everything done to her house. And that's I, code for she needs everything done to her house. No, this lady nah. was in her 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Her husband had passed away, and she let her kids kind of rule the roost, but except these kids were heroin addicts. Oh. So when I walked in the front door, there was a piece of plywood on top of the joist, and there was nothing but turtle tanks sitting on the joist all the way around the room, and that was it. All right. They had ripped the copper, everything, and it was all, all the like, construction debris was in the basement underneath. All right, I'll say it. This is bad. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing respiratory work, yep. I used to have this patient. We'll call him Scott. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was his name, okay? And uh, Scott was never home. It was one of those just leave the door open. Like, he'd leave the door unlocked, and I'd bring his stuff in and then leave. Mm-hmm. But he was like a hoarder type, right? Yep. And one day, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing the delivery, and I would always go, yo, Scott, you there? Again, we're just calling him Scott for reenactment purposes. 
So I would go, Scott, you there? And he never, you know, he never said hello. He never said anything. I normally wasn't there. Yeah. So I heard something one day. And it was just like, just like a little noise. So I just kind of like turned my head around the corner where I no really would never turn. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the noise that I heard that, that was the problem. He had a water cooler in his house. I mean, who knows? I mean, but people have water cores in their house, right? Mm-hmm. I could only say what I could describe he had in that water core as urine. Oh, jeez. Like, it looked like he was... It was a, a five-gallon thing of piss. Oh, God. And the reason why I say this is because there was no bottom on it. Like, do you understand what I'm saying here? There was no bottom on it. And there was a step stool next to the water cooler. Yeah. And an empty, where I, I think he was peeing in the water cooler and then maybe Clean. drinking from it. Uh. Now, again, we learned from Average Joe's gym, from Patch O'Houlihan, that urine is sterile and that some people like the taste. Uh. So I'm just saying that he drank... I think he drank his own urine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the most disgusting thing I ever saw. That's the type of guy you got to send to Mars because he'd be able to live, like, on a cycle, right? All I'm saying is that was the worst. Oh, my God. I won't give the address, but I still know the house exists, and it haunts my dreams every single day. I know the type of house. Jeez. Go for it. All right. What used to be considered trashy but is now classy? Something classy? Something that used to be considered trashy but now is considered classy. Mm. Or just even acceptable, I would take. Let's see here. So it's like, my man, it's like, it's like, it's like my man Big went from ashy to classy. Yes. Um, something that was trashy. Give us yours while we're waiting. Hmm. Time's wasting. Northern Liberties. Oh, yeah. That's true. It is so true. That is true. That is true. It's a section of Philadelphia section for those Philadelphia. who don't know. Yeah, people listen nationally. You didn't say neighborhoods. I mean, I could easily give you that. Um, God, what was trashy? I got one. Yoga, not, like yoga, not yoga pants, but like spandex. Went from being like worn to the gym to people wear it everywhere now. I've seen it in church. Okay. What's that? Paulo Ferreira just said this one. <laughs> Paulo Ferreira just said this one, and it was exactly what I was about to say, and that's tattoos. Uh, a lot of people would think that tattoos are trashy, but they're, like, they're, they're classy now. Except for a lot of shit I'm seeing now. Like, it looks like hieroglyphics on a caveman's wall. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I think Philadelphia, and somebody I know said this, like, Philadelphia is filled with the most stupid tattoos and weird-looking things I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm thinking of getting one. I'm thinking it's about time to get one. Lutang, right? Lutang. That's right. Get it. I, I'm, I, dude, listen. I'm deep in the 36 chambers, bro. Okay. All right? You know this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about getting some, like, like I, I have to be professional sometimes, so I can't really do something, like, on my like my forearms or anything like that yeah. or my wrists, but I want to get something on my wrist to, to cover something up. And yeah, I don't know. See, Joe keeps saying the shoulder. See, the thing uh, is the with upper the upper arm, the thing is though, is it like, 
I got a lot of real estate there. I, it's gonna take. I, I'm gonna want to fill it up. I can't do like do like a little heart mom, and they charge by the hour too, much like my services. So the thing is, is that, but the problem is, is that I'm so indecisive. I don't know what I would get. I get it and go. Ah, oh, shit. I want to take it back. I still have clothes in my closet of things I bought. I still have the tags on. I'm just like, I'm never gonna wear this, but I just haven't taken it back yet. So next question. I accidentally just deleted all of them, but I can have two more real quick. Um. You accidentally deleted all of them? I just accidentally deleted all of them, but I only had two more left. Come on. All right, well, give me one. You don't remember them at all? I don't remember them at all. Charlie. That's the first that's time it. that's well, the, ever the, the Tuesday 8. There you have it. There we Make have sure it. you're following Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Wow, that was anti So you, too, could be disappointed at the end. <laughs> <sighs> you show up late. I know. You spit the bit on your own freaking your own thing you have on this show. I know. You have one job. And I failed miserably today. One job. What'd you say? You should screenshot them after you write them. I'm going to have to listen to the show today. Screenshotting <laughs> has become the new national pastime. I'm going to have to listen to the show tonight just so I can uh, get my questions back. Make sure you listen to the show every night. What's wrong with you? Anyway. Each and every Tuesday night here on Funkin' Fans. Show how to... That's pretty good. It's time to get out of here. I want to thank you guys for listening, joining us here under the uh, blazing fire, which is the dumpster fire, which roars here every single Tuesday night, 7 p.m. live from Moonshine, Philly, 1825 East, Moyamensing Avenue. I want to thank Dr. Catfish Charlie for making his way across the bridge just to be late 10 minutes. Like, hey, man, thank look you. at these rave flyers. Fans no problem. Listen, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. I want to thank... Uh, I want to thank everyone else who came. I thank Joe Quill, and I want to thank Jess over here for making sure Charlie got here just 10 minutes late, not 20 minutes late. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you for listening on Facebook Live, listening on uh, YouTube, listening on Periscope Live, people checking in on on, uh, on Twitter, at Funkin' Fancy. Make sure you're hashtagging the show. Make sure you're following the show. Make sure you're following at Dr. Catfish Charlie for all his Tuesday 10, which he will have 10 questions up there for you, just not tonight because he only came with eight. Letting you know, that's how it works sometimes. <laughs> Make sure you're following myself at LuigiCurdo22, and... Uh, Make sure you're following each other in a positive way. And if you got kids and you want to gamble, you call me at 267-4-DOM-KIDS. No, really, no, no, we really should talk about that. We should talk show. about that. We are going to get that going. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm Luigi Curter reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.